You're listening to the International Moving Podcast, your guide to moving to another country, brought to you by SDC International Shipping, LA's finest. An international move is exciting. It's a time to start over, establish a new business maybe, reestablish family ties, or retire where your budget will do more for you. Please enjoy today's episode, and if you have any questions about your international move, give us a call at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jim for SDC International Shipping. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast episode. It's good to have you here. It's good to be here with you. Today, we're going to look into some of the top countries Americans are moving and relocating to right now in 2024. We talked about this quite a bit in 2023. We looked at many different countries. We talked about the cost of living. We talked about the moving process and everything in between. But right now, here we are. It's a brand new year. It's an election year. There's a lot of things up in the air. People have quite a few concerns, but that doesn't keep them from moving internationally. The international relocation process, of course, sometimes it's more, it's busier than others, but the relocation process is alive and well. And yes, there are Americans leaving the U.S. right now in favor of maybe some greener pastures, at least in their particular situations. And the countries they're looking at, some of the top ones as of this recording, are Mexico, Canada, Portugal, and the Netherlands. And these countries are really popular right now in 2024 due to various factors such as job opportunities, quality of life, ease of relocation. Mexico, for example, is attractive for its climate and its proximity to the U.S., as well as having affordable health care. Canada is known for its uh, safety, health, and overall quality of life. Portugal offers a high quality of life, economic growth, political stability, making it a desirable destination for an increasing number of American expats. The Netherlands, I know someone who not personally, but I know of them who recently relocated there, really enjoys it. The Netherlands has a stable economy, low unemployment rates, and they offer a special program for U.S. entrepreneurs and investors to obtain residency. Other popular countries for American expats, of course, we can name countries like Spain, Greece, Thailand, and the reasons for relocation vary from things like work opportunities to lifestyle preferences such as climate or maybe even just cultural experiences. Those are the things that people are looking for. Now, if you're an American, you're moving to Portugal, you have to secure a Portuguese residency permit if you plan to stay for 90 days. 90 days is a great way to get started, though. 90 days gives you enough time to see what's going on at maybe several different locations, get a feel for what different areas are like, And see if it's something that 90 days out, if you find yourself thinking, I wish I could have stayed another 90 days. Sometimes we look at a place, but we look at it from a distance. And it's not until we spend some time there that we recognize whether or not it's going to be a good long-term fit for us or not. So you can look at a place like Portugal and the temporary residency permit can be obtained through several ways, such as 
finding work uh, in the country for a Portuguese employer or enrolling in a long-term course of studies or marrying a Portuguese citizen or investing in the Portugal's economy. So the temporary residence permit is valid for a year and it can be renewed for up to five years. Then after five consecutive years of temporary residence, it's possible to apply for a permanent residence permit uh, in Portugal. Now to apply for a residency permit, let's just talk about Portugal right now because there's uh, several countries I want to touch on, Mexico, Canada, Portugal, and the Netherlands. But let's, let's keep focusing on Portugal as long as we're here. So if you want to apply for a residency permit, you have to submit a visa application form to a Portuguese embassy or a Portuguese consulate here in the United States. And the following documents are required. You need two passport photographs. You need valid uh, passport and copies of your previous visas. You need a copy of your return ticket reservation, depending on your nationality. You need travel insurance with Schengen area coverage. Um, I don't know if we're going to have enough time to get into that in too much detail, but you also need the flight dates and times, your accommodation plans for the duration of your stay, proof of sufficient funds for the duration of your stay. You know, they don't want somebody who's going to spend the last dime getting there and then thinking they're going to be uh, supported by the uh uh, by Portugal. You know, there's people that come over here to the United States and they cross the border illegally. It's a big thing right now. And they don't have the sufficient funds to take care of themselves here. They are literally in survival mode. I know it's a controversial topic, but you're really gambling with your life if you're going to try and go to another country, the U.S. or anywhere else, with the hopes that when you get there, that you're at the mercy of uh, the charity of that country. So that's one of the reasons why when we're talking about relocating to another country, we're talking about doing it legally and all of the things which these countries require. And you can understand why they require these things, because your society, the infrastructure can only handle um, so many people. And as far as poverty goes, every country has a level of poverty in it, some more than others. And so a portion of the resources of that country, of course, is going to be dedicated to helping their own. Okay, let's go on a little bit further. So you need uh, proof of civil status, proof of economic status, and you may need to show extra documentation. For example, students may need to show proof of enrollment in a Portuguese college or institution. And there's various Portugal visa options available depending on your circumstances and whatever it is that you happen to be looking for. So there's a Portugal gold visa. There is a D7 visa, also known as a passive income visa. There's also a D8 visa, also known as the Portugal digital nomad visa. And the, the digital nomad visas are very popular because there's quite a few young people that are spending several months in one country, several months in the next. And while they're working online, they're experiencing traveling throughout the world. It's, it's a different type of lifestyle, and uh, it especially suits those who are younger. But I, I'm sure there's people who are 50 plus 
maybe living this kind of lifestyle also, just looking to do the things they weren't able to do maybe when they were a little bit younger. But if you have money, the golden visa and the D7 visa are the most suitable uh, visas, especially if you're considered fall into that category of wealthy. So the D7 visa for people with a stable uh, passive income would be especially suitable if you're American and you're looking to retire in Portugal. So again, that's the D7 visa. And it requires proof of sufficient funds. So for example, if you're getting a social security check and maybe several other check monthly checks that you get, you just have to show proof that those checks are going to be deposited in a bank in your name every single month. So that's looking at Portugal. Portugal is a beautiful country. I have friends who are Portuguese. I grew up with people from uh, close around uh, in my neighborhood who were from Portugal. Beautiful country. And um, Portugal, like Spain, has seen an incredible influx of uh, expats, not just from the United States, but from all over the world. And so, yeah, there's such a thing as the Portuguese and Spanish people, not really, and even the Mexican people, for uh, that matter, a little bit concerned about the number of people who are moving into their country, specifically because the more people that move there, then the more uh, burden it puts on the infrastructure of those countries. And so that just goes with anywhere else. We can be talking about when people move from a popular state to a less popular state because it has a lower cost of living and um, cheaper overhead, all of those things. But if enough people move there, then all of those things can disappear quickly. Now, let's talk about job opportunities for an American that may decide that they want to relocate to Canada. So right now, Canada has a shortage of workers across various industries and professions. Some of the most in-demand occupations in Canada include accountants, teachers, scientists, doctors, lawyers, economists, and engineers. Now, additionally, the healthcare sector in Canada is actively seeking professionals uh, due to the aging population. Such a, We're talking about roles such as um, cardiology technologists and technicians, respiratory therapists, audiologists, those people that work with people who are hard of hearing, uh, medical laboratory technicians, and other sectors with job opportunities for expats, including Americans, would include areas in technology, business, business analysis, account, accountants, which I already mentioned, business consultants. And then in the manufacturing sector, we have things like truck drivers, welders. So to secure employment in Canada, if you're from America, you need to familiarize yourself with the Canadian job market. You can do this online. Uh, you can do this by talking to people. Of course, Canada is just our neighbor right to the north. There's plenty of Canadians in the United States throughout the year. Some of them are visiting here on uh, family. They're visiting on vacation. Some of them stay here several months out of the year. Um, and uh, I've met quite a few people from Canada, of course. I'm sure if you're here in the U.S., especially if you're in a place like California or Florida, uh, New York, you've probably met quite a few Canadians already, Northeast. But um, 
the Canadian lifestyle is a little different. I would say it's more laid back. A lot of the Canadians, of course, wherever you grow up, you become used to that. And especially younger people today, even in my time, they were always we were always looking for change. Wherever we grew up, we wanted to get away from that place. We wanted to see other places have different kinds of experiences. And we're seeing that happening on a global scale today where people want to leave countries and experience life in another country. But uh, Canada has been one of those places where Canadians for many years have come to the U.S. And now I, I see a reverse of the trend where Americans are looking to go there specifically for um, career opportunities like the ones that I just mentioned. So, but you do need to familiarize yourself with the Canadian job market. You need to understand the recruitment process and then identify any skill gaps that you may need to address. It's also important to note that a job offer alone doesn't grant anyone the legitimate right to work in Canada because a work permit is required. And gaining uh, Canadian work experience can definitely help improve your resume and the potential for uh, improved or permanent residency, uh, improved work conditions, improved um, job opportunities. But there is a program called the Canadian Experience Class or the CEC, and that's a program to help people qualify for permanent residency. So, okay, let's keep going. Now, if we wanna look at, let's talk about the Netherlands. The Netherlands in particular, I want to focus to begin with the average cost of living. The average cost of living for the Netherlands right now in February of 2024 is $1,835 per month for a single person, which is about 25% less expensive than it is the United States. Now, if you're living in a place like a California or a New York, of course, that 1800 is not an accurate figure. We're talking about the average cost of living in the Netherlands and the United States. Actually, I should have said the average cost of living here in the United States for a single person is $2,434 right now as of this recording. It's 1835 in in the Netherlands. But $2,400 a month would make it almost impossible to survive as a single person in a New York City and a Los Angeles, California. So again, we're talking averages here. So a single person, that's, that does seem, now I live in Florida, but I think it depends on what your situation is. Some of you have vehicles that are already paid for, so you don't have a monthly expense with that. Um, some of you have higher health insurance than others. So that 2400 would just, it's not realistic in your situation. In other words, at the average cost. But the average cost of living in a specific city like Amsterdam is roughly 2300 and change per month for a single person. And that does make it one of the more expensive cities to live in right now. The cost of living in the Netherlands is more expensive than... 82% um, of the countries in the world right now. And so if we look at the average cost of rent, a one-bedroom apartment in Amsterdam would be about $1,521, according to the latest data. 
which is less expensive than the average monthly rent for a one-bedroom apartment in the United States. And again, we're talking about averages, which is $1,626. Now, $1,626 won't even buy a closet probably in a New York City or a Los Angeles. So again, keep in mind we're talking about averages. Now, food, basic lunchtime menus in the business district cost around 16 euros in the Netherlands, while it's about $18 in the United States. Lunchtime menu in a business district, of course, a little more expensive there than it would be in a more rural area. Uh, utilities, the average monthly cost for utilities like gas and electricity is about 20, 26% less expensive this says right now in the Netherlands than it is in the United States. So these figures, of course, they're going to vary based on the city, based on your personal lifestyle, but they provide a general overview of the cost of living in the Netherlands compared with the United States. And Americans are relocating to the Netherlands, of course, for various reasons. One of the top ones happens to be employment opportunities, followed by high quality of life and the country's international atmosphere. The most popular destination for Americans in the Netherlands is Amsterdam. It's known for its cosmopolitan atmosphere, spirit. It has a rich cultural life there and a very large international community. The city uh, has a convenient location. It's really the heart of Europe. Amsterdam is really considered to be kind of located in the heart of Europe and it has a strong job market particularly in the sectors such as healthcare, IT, and technology. So it's an attractive destination for a lot of people. Additionally, the Netherlands is known for a high standard of living and a very good work-life balance, which is something that's appealing to an increasing number of people, uh, not to mention expats. Now, the relocation process to the Netherlands involves obtaining, of course, the necessary visas and residence permits, finding housing, registering with local authorities, potentially learning Dutch, maybe a little bit about the Dutch culture. And so the people that I know that are located there now say that, and they're not located in Amsterdam, they're located in more of a rural area. So they find it very in inexpensive. They find that most people understand English, so there's not a problem with that. They ha they're there for, I believe, um, 12 to 24 months. And they're coming back to the U.S. and they're looking at it as kind of the digital nomad approach, but with the intent on spending a little bit of a longer time there. But the relocation process, again, is like it is with any other country. But if you're looking at an Amsterdam, you have to realize that if you're going after that higher quality of life and the better work-life balance, which a lot of people believe is missing here in the United States, especially a lot of Europeans say that who come here from there to here is that the pace of life is much faster here. More focus is on the person's identity based on what they do, what they produce, what type of work they're involved with, whereas that's less so or less important or there's less of a focus on that in many of these countries, including the Netherlands. But if you're moving to the Netherlands, typically you're going to obtain the residency permit, uh, which is often going to be linked to some kind of employment there. 
U.S. citizens do not need a Dutch uh, long-stay visa, also known as the MVV, to enter the Netherlands. So they can submit their residency permit application directly to Dutch Immigration and Naturalization Services, also known as the IND. So the process involves finding a job in the Netherlands, obtaining a work permit, and then collecting the necessary documents for a residence permit application. That includes things like a valid U.S. passport, uh, having a clean criminal record, and proof that you have uh, sufficient means of sustenance that you can afford to be there. And the residency permit is usually issued for work, for studies, or for family reunification purposes. It's valid for a maximum of five years with the possibility of renewal. And after obtaining the permit, the individuals must register at the Dutch municipality in order to obtain a citizen service number, also known as the BSN. And that number is necessary for working and opening a bank account in the Netherlands. I guess it's kind of like the social security number that we have here in the United States. So we looked at a few different countries today. We looked at Mexico, our neighbor to the south. We looked at Canada, our neighbor to the north. We looked at the Netherlands. These countries are very popular right now for international relocations from people leaving the United States. I'm sure that will remain for at least several more months, maybe throughout the new year. There's a lot of popular destinations today, I have to say, not just for people moving from the U.S., but from people moving worldwide. So when you're ready to take the next step, just realize that we're here at SDC International Shipping to help you do exactly that. You can visit our website at sdcinternationalshipping.com. You can call our toll-free number if you want. We have a free form so that you can receive a free quote online. Just put in where you're moving from, where you're moving to. We have the form on every single page. Hit the next button, fill out the information, and at the end, you'll be able to receive a free quote. And just know that you are working with and will be working with a very experienced company that's made up of Seasons, seasoned logistic professionals, experienced packers and movers, and administrative specialists. All of these individuals work together because we strive to provide the kind of moving experience for each and every person that is as seamless and as hassle-free as possible. We understand the specifics of each country and have a specialist for that country that understands customs and procedures inside out. They know what type of paperwork is needed, what they focus on, what they don't focus on, what they allow and what they don't allow. So you're not just moving, working with a moving company, you're working with a partner who can help you with a lot of things involved in the entire moving process. So you'll receive an accurate estimate. Let me just mention here that SDC understands that every move, every individual's needs are different. And so an estimate will be built around your needs. You won't have to buy or pay for more than you actually need. Your shipments are tracked. You don't have to worry about that. Storage is available on both sides of the move. If you need to store some things here temporarily or some things at your destination temporarily because maybe that residence is not available yet and you're going to be kind of in an in-between state for some time, just know that all of those things are available. If you have any questions about uh, international moving regulations, we can help you with that. If you have nice furniture you want to take with you, 
all your furniture will be prepared beforehand, properly wrapped. All fragile items are taken care of. You don't have to worry about any of that. SDC has moved very uh, expensive art pieces, gallery, museum pieces, um, high-end pianos, which is a service in and of itself. You'll be uh, you'll have professional packers, in other words, taking care of that for you, so you don't have to worry about it. Of course, insurance is available. Maybe some of your items are going by sea, some are coming by air. Maybe some will even be going across land by truck. But there are insurances available for whatever you need. And uh, just know that SDC International Shipping will be there for you each step of the way. And then at the end, of course, people will follow up to make sure that everything went smoothly that there weren't any problems and if there is anything that needs to be resolved you won't be just left hanging sdc international shipping is there for you from the beginning all through the middle of the process and right through the very end so i think that'll do it for today's episode as always thank you for listening if you know anyone who you think would enjoy this podcast about international moving looking at different countries, what makes them unique, the process, and so forth, please share the link of this podcast or to this podcast with them. We really appreciate it. There's so much noise out there today. We really do appreciate when you share this podcast with others or even the links to our website because it makes it possible for us to reach people who would otherwise be very difficult to reach. So thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. And I will see you next week in next week's episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening. Whether you're relocating within the country or moving to the other side of the world, we're here to help from start to finish. Connect with us today at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962.